This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Damien Lupo. We're going to be discussing solo 401ks and QRPs. If you guys want more information, go to simplepassivecashflow.com backslash QRP. And there's a free offer to get a copy of his book. I've been having a lot of calls with listeners who have exhausted their liquidity and have money in their 401k and IRAs still in Wall Street investments. And I cashed out my 401k a few years ago because I figured I was going to pay taxes either way, either pay it now or later. And I figured that my tax load would be a lot higher in the future. So I saw it as a means of getting at my money at quicker instead of having to wait all the time until retirement age. Um, yeah, there's a 10% penalty um, for that early withdrawal. But if I were to get into much safer, higher return investments, I mean, 10%, I can overcome that in a few months or, or at most a year. So take a listen to today's podcast. And again, for that free book, go to Simple Passive Cashflow backslash QRP. And for market updates and insider look at my moves, come and check out my uh, bi-monthly email newsletter by signing up for the Huya Duo Pipeline Club at simplepassivecashflow.com backslash club. And um, no, I'm not going to tell you when I'm on another person's podcast or something lame like that. I'm just going to tell you what are some of the reports that I'm reading and some of my commentary on the news. All right. Well, here it is. I wanted to say thank you to all the Simple Passive Cashflow listeners. The content has been all over the place, from turnkey rentals to turkey rentals, and now to syndications and private placements. The feedback from some of you is that it has been a bit of a roller coaster or Korean drama to follow the website's content. To memorialize the past and clean up things, I have created a free web course to get you up to speed by signing up at simplepassivecashflow.com backslash start. Or text the word SIMPLE to 314-665-1767. Again, join the free web course, The Journey to Simple Passive Cashflow. Go to simplepassivecashflow.com backslash start. Or text the word SIMPLE to 314-665-1767. Hey, Simple Passive Cashflow listeners. Today, we are going to talk about the QRP. Uh, for those of you who haven't checked out the new website, crowdfundaloha.com, which is going to be more of the forward-facing website that I'm going to use. There's still going to be Simple Passive cash flow, which is going to be this crazy and wild blog diary of this guy who bought some single-family homes and went into all these apartment buildings and mobile home parks, et cetera, et cetera. But um, the Crowdfund Aloha website is going to be more for um, you know those those guys out there who aren't really diving into a gazillion podcasts and webinars um, kind of to get the uh, average hardworking middle-class folks into investing via um, different investing educations that I put on this website. So check that out if you guys have the time. And today we are going to talk about QRPs with my good buddy, Damon. What's up Lane? Looking like a pro out there. So, <laughs> For those of you guys that don't know, I'll, I'll let kind of Dan run through his deck here. But, you know, the, the QRP is, you know, we're talking about solo for one case here, uh, different forms of retirement. Um, let me preface today's talk about 
you know, a lot of us are investing and in, we'll either run out of steam because we'll blow through our liquidity investing or a lot of people don't have some money, but they have it locked up in a 401k at their employer. So today's talk is going to be about unleashing that money and getting it working in, um, in investing, which, um, so Damon, um, I'll let you take it away since this is your area expertise and I've got some questions along the way that I'll kind of interject in, but yeah, let's, uh, let's get to it, man. Cool. Perfect. By the way, did you know that there's $26 trillion sitting inside these retirement plans? Did you know that's the, the I knew it was number. a lot. I thought it was 15, but I'll go with your, uh, it, there's a lot. There's a I, lot. I, I did too. That's, but see that that's a funny thing as the stock market and everything grows, all of a sudden the number gets bigger. 15 was, was like in 2008. Now it's 26 trillion. I mean, that is a lot of dang money. Right. Right. So. I mean, I think, I think, uh, you know, if, I think I, was this when we hung out? Um, you know, if, if you and I sat at a, at a restaurant and if you visualize the whole floor of that restaurant, that's kind of like that $26 trillion out there. But the, just you and I and our kind of group of investors, I mean, that's kind of like the salt shaker. If you're yeah. thinking of space of you know, money that's in these alternative investments. Yeah, and, and the reason we're going to talk about this and share and, and everybody should be paying attention is because either you have all sorts of money that you're not tapping into or your neighbors, your friends, your family, people around you have all the money you're ever going to need for doing deals and being involved in syndications, creating passive income. So it's the resource that will never end and it's, I, it's incredibly important, but almost nobody knows about it. So this is going to be fun to share all this stuff with everybody. And, and basically, the first thing we, need, we want to ask is, why would you ever pay taxes? And so, you know, think about that for a second. Yeah, there's, there's one reason, fear. You know, you're, and, and it has a lot to do with making a mistake because you think, oh, if I, if I don't do the right thing or if I try to create an alternative way of doing things, the IRS is going to put me in jail. But that's not really the right fear. I mean, the right fear is something totally different. And the right fear is really, it's about something else. It's called regret. Uh, and this, is, this is actually really pretty significant to me because a number of years ago, I was, I was with my dad right before he died. And he looked at me and he said, you know, Damien, there were so many things that I wanted to do. And all of a sudden, the IRS was like the least, thing, least of my concerns in terms of fear. It was about the regret of not actually going out and living. And I see a lot of people doing that because they're, they're afraid of making a mistake. And they just kind of go along in life and they get to the end and they go, damn, I didn't actually do what I wanted. So we're going to give you some ideas to really t to open your life up so you can actually live it and you don't have one of those tattoos. And if you don't see the tattoo, it says no regrets. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, like I just want to separate like what a lot of people talk about, like, you know, things you hear like, Oh, you know, you don't want to do an office deduction on your taxes because then you'll trigger an audit or this or that or happen. But then, you know, that, that's kind of like the normal speak, but you know, you and I will kind of talk about in our circles about people who are kind of doing, you know, being aggressive on their taxes, but doing it the right, you know, fairly. I mean, everything's just and being very aggressive. And it's just like two camps out there. Just totally different thought. It, 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 there's, there's really, I, I love something that Robert Kiyosaki says all the time. He said, because somebody will say, what would you, you know, the question he gets is what would you say to the average investor? And his response is don't be average. And I mean, that's truly average investor thinking is I'm going to be afraid of using the code. The code is written as a series of deductions and incentives for you to act a certain way. So a home-based office is for you to create economic activity that drives the economy. 
So it's in there on, on purpose. It's not in there to scare you to not use because of an audit. So if you start thinking differently, then everything sort of changes. And that's, you know, it is a different mindset. Right. Right. All right. So I, if you didn't hear Lane introduce me, I am Damien and this is the QRP. We're going to really give you, um, it's kind of the, the ultimate arsenal piece of machinery in your investing toolkit that is going to give you some options you never even realized you had. So we're going to dive into that. Um, and there, there's Lane and I over in Dallas at the real estate guys seminar. So, so uh, we're, we're going to talk about how you folks can get a free book. So don't go to sleep. Perfect. Yeah. You guys definitely want this book by the way and uh, hang out cause it's, it, it literally may be better than your birth certificate. And, uh, so it's going to be more valuable, but all right. So uh, in terms of my background, just to give you a heads up, I am not just a radio show host or some guy that has read a book. I actually spent a million bucks investing in myself to act, to get to this point. And I think that's one of the most important things that you're doing right now, listening to this, watching this is that you're investing in yourself. And so I've done it. I know what it's like. And I'm, you know, congratulations for actually spending the time and energy educating yourself. Uh, I'm with you. Also as an investor I had in for, about five, six years I spent, I went from zero to a $20 million portfolio with 150 houses in seven states. I did that without a college education. I did that because I worked hard, I hustled, and I listened to people that have been there. And that's what you're doing right now in all likelihood. You're listening to people that have already done it like Lane. And that's what you need to be doing if you want to create that wealth. So good on you for being here. And uh, we'll give you some nuts and, and bolts and tools. But the problem is with all that, because some of you were thinking, hey, $20 million sounds pretty good. The problem is I sort of blew it up in 2008 and went from 20 million to negative 5 million and had to start over. It's it, a lot of people think that the money is, is the only part of success, but it's really not. And, and what you're doing right now is you're going through a process of building knowledge that you're going to turn into action. That's going to result in confidence and confidence is really where your, your, your freedom is going to live. It's not just in having some cash or even in this tool, it's going out and doing it. So I'm going to give you a tool, but your job is to take that tool and go do something with it. So that's the, that, that's the, the acting part. And then it's got to be driven by something that's deeper. Like, cause I remember when I was laying, this may have happened to you at some point where you, you make some money and then you're like, cool. And you want to make some more money, but unless you have something deeper driving you, it ultimately, it's just going to be more and more and more. And then you're going to get to the end and go, I had a lot of more and that was it. So you and I were talking about my trip to Africa that I just got back on from going over and hanging out with the gorillas and part of my why is to be able to experience the world with resources and then bring those experiences back and share them with people and inspire people. So it's important for you guys to figure out why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's just for cash, figure out what else it's for. Yeah. And I, th I think uh, I, I got fortunate enough to kind of get to the point in my early twenties where I got to double digits of single family homes. And I, you know, I was only making a few thousand dollars of passive cash for a month, but Definitely, I saw the path forward and I was like, man, what am I going to do when I'm 30? And I'm like, pretty much, I could retire. You know, I got to kind of start searching around. And that's when I kind of met people like Damon and who are kind of thinking about these kinds of subjects, reading these types of books and, you know, just kind of, kind of open up a few new doors for me to kind of think differently. Well, and, and you know, I remember back in like, it was like 2005, I was talking to my dad about, uh, about real estate and he didn't care. He's just like, yeah, you know, I retired from the military. He goes, why aren't you retiring? And I said, what am I supposed to do? He goes, 
you could do all the fun stuff. I, I go, I am doing the fun stuff. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, dad, I've got 150 houses. Like I'm, I'm good. And it's, it, it was fascinating that you can have all that stuff and you can have that freedom. But if all you have been fixating on is just the stuff and the cash, you really got to figure out something else with your life. And so there does come a point you're, you guys are watching, you're going to run into that eventually if you're not already there. And so that's part of the conversation. I think a lot of people miss out on that. They just focus exclusively on more of the, the cash, the assets and everything. And that's not the end. That's just really a tool. And it's a, it's part of the process. The reason that I'm doing this with you guys right now is that I'm on a mission to free a million people from financial bondage. It's, it's something that drives me. It's something that's bigger than me. And we all need something that's beyond us. It, it helps us stay growing because if we're not growing, we're dying. That's how the universe works. And this will keep me busy for a long time. And I, you guys are part of that right now, being part of that million that I'm going to help with. It, one of the things that we're going to give you guys later is, is a copy of the QRP book. This was something that I wrote a number of years ago that really gives you the nuts and bolts. It's kind of the Bible of the retirement plans and what they're all about, how to use them, how to tap into them and, and make them basically uh, a tool that you use and it's not used by Wall Street against you, which is a lot of what happens right now in, in the retirement space. So you guys are going to get a copy of that later at the end. Uh, so yeah, David, tight, it's coming. Damon gave me the uh, teacher's version, the QRP book for syndicators. Yes. So maybe if you're nice to him, he'll give you that too. Perhaps you just Perhaps. have to ask sometimes. It's just a question yeah. of asking. You know, we talked about fear earlier and I, I think there, there is an actual thing to fear in terms of, um, of the government. And it's, it's the three letter thing that we kind of mentioned before it's the IRS. I mean, that's, that is the thing to fear, but it's not because they're going to audit you. It's, it, it's because there's a certain thing that happens with the IRS over your lifetime it's the knock, knock, not audit. It's the knock, knock for something else. It's because they take 70% of your money. It's because over your lifetime, you think about federal income taxes and social security and, and then they tax you on your capital gains and they tax you on your death. So you're literally going to give away 70%. Did you know that, that the average person loses about 70% of their money to the IRS? Yeah, you got to figure, right? I mean, <laughs> at some point they're going to take that, it. That's a terrible thing to just say, okay, and like be okay with it. So we got to figure out something better. And if we're going to, if we're going to think about something different then that, that sort of correlates into investing differently. So uh, I'm a big Apple fan, which is why there's an Apple from the old 84 Mac days. And that's where the QRP comes into play. So the QRP is going to be, it's, it's going to be a completely different instrument. Most of you guys have heard of things like IRAs, but the QRP is totally different. And let me just tell you why you haven't heard about it. There's, there's really a couple of reasons. One, uh, fees and, uh, and control. And the, the reason that the, the qualified retirement plan is basically the Ferrari of all these plans. The reason that you haven't heard about it is because this Ferrari gives you all the control and takes all the fees from Wall Street and puts the, all that money back in your, in your, in your hands. So um, that's kind of why you haven't heard about it. And it's really, you got to blame this guy. Uh, that's actually Leonardo DiCaprio. And you know, based on Jordan Belfort's thing, the, the point here is that Wall Street likes to keep control of your stuff. And Elaine, this is something that happens every day where I'm talking to people that have set up QRPs and they say, I'm trying to get my money from my account with Wall Street and they don't want to give it to me. They tell me I'm too stupid and it's too dangerous and passive income is a dumb idea and, and that you know, I should keep my money there. And I, I say, yeah, because they think that it's their money. I mean, this is like the mentality of, of Wall Street. It's crazy. 
Right. I mean, they spend millions and millions of dollars, get the best marketers from the best colleges to create, keep this, this uh, story going on, which has gone on since what the seventies or eighties, you know, invest in mutual funds or all these, these low return where you carry all the risk investments. I mean, this is what wall street is. It, it's a great system. I mean, it's literally a great system for wall street. It's a terrible system for us that are out there with these retirement accounts, but you know, hopefully that makes sense and, and you can understand why you haven't, you haven't heard of these things because there's, it's not profitable for them. Uh, the, the QRP gives you all sorts of really cool benefits. Like you're going to, you're going to actually have a checkbook with your money into it. You can invest in just about anything you want. I have people that are investing in coconut farms in, in Belize. They're investing in precious metals. They're doing all sorts of stuff and it, it's really fast. There's no fees. Um, you've got all this control. These are some of the things that you can do. People are investing in crypto. And I mean, I've got some of my QRP in, in crypto. It's because I like the idea of being able to have it in a retirement plan where I'm not going to pay taxes on anything. And cryptos are going to be taxed pretty heavy for people that are making money. Yeah, so, what are some of the things you can't invest your QRP? So basically, the, the, the things that you, you can't touch are things that you're going to get a benefit from now or something that um, is tied into a disqualified person. So a couple of examples, you can't go buy a vacation home that you're going to use on the, on the weekends using your QRP money. You can't buy wine because the IRS and the government says you're going to drink your retirement and that's probably bad. Or art. So, can't use art, art, right? art, you know, things like that. Um, things that you can consume, things that you can have a, a benefit from today, anything that's going to pay you a commission. So for example, if you bought a uh, your retirement account bought a house and you were an agent, you couldn't get a commission and have your retirement account do it. So there, there are some rules like that. Most people don't really run into those. And if you do, uh, then it's pretty obvious you're about to break it and you just don't do it. Now, when, could one buy like a wedding ring with a QRP? That would be considered jewelry and that's not allowed. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Some, one of the things that people love doing is, is syndications where they're, they're becoming a part of these bigger deals like these apartments and, and different like ATM syndications. There's all sorts of cool stuff you can do with other people where you're, you can join the forces of people that are really smart and have great execution management teams and your retirement money gets to do a lot better than negative 3% in the stock market. So that's one of the big ones, land, rentals, apartments, uh, commercial, real estate, Belize, international. Uh, and then... A, what I'm seeing a lot of people do, and, and I do this too, is hard money lending where you actually be, are the bank. And it is good to be the bank where you actually loan your money out and then you go do your thing and then money shows up. This is mailbox money where you just get paid. I mean, it's, it's pretty great. So that's an option for your QRP as well. The, the problem that we have with things like the self-directed IRAs and the reason that that's not as good, in fact, it's terrible, is because you really need permission for act, doing your investing and you don't want to have to get permission to go do something. You don't want to have to wait days or weeks. Some of these custodians will wait. It'll literally take them two or three weeks to give you your money and approve a deal. And then they charge you for all the hassle. So it's slow. It's just painful. It's expensive. With the QRP, you've got control. You don't have any, any transaction fees or assets under management. By the way, AUM is the name of the game for custodians in Wall Street. And that's called assets under management. There's a fee that people get. And so that's their goal to get your money there with the QRP. You actually have your money. You, you know, you like, we never touch your money. And that I like that model. Wall street hates that model. And then you can basically do what you want as fast as you want. So it's, it's a, it's a totally different deal 
it's not the same thing. A lot of times people think that they're same, but it's vastly different. And we'll get into some of the, uh, the other nuances. About yeah. The so, so just, you know, for pe- to catch up the guys are, you know, kind of new to this, you know, your, your 401k kind of falls in the category of the, under the Q or P as a solo 401k. And then for folks who have IRAs, you're able to self-direct it there. But, you know, I, I agree with Damon here, the QRP, if you've got it in a 401k, you know, to roll it over into, um, or, you know, your 401k money to roll it over into a QRP or solo one 401k is the, the better way of going um, for all these reasons here. Yeah, it, it really does change the nature of your investing in terms of how smoothly it's going to go. And, and what you don't want to do is create complication. You want to create options and flexibility and, and simplicity. And, and the QRP is going to do that. Uh, it's, it's, it's just ultimately the question is, do you want the simpler or the more complex way of, of operating your retirement money? It's if you've got money in retirement funds, there's, there's really one best option. And that, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll kind of talk about my situation a little bit so people can see how it works. Um, so I had both, I had both, I had a 401k with my employer um, but because I kind of caught on to this stuff early, I caught it before it got up over $100,000. So I cashed out my 401k, paid the penalty, paid the taxes, um, which I think if you don't have too much like how I did, I think that's the better way of going. But for a lot of people who discover this world of alternative investing and meets Damon later when they have a 200000 300000 in their 401k, I, I think the QRP is the better way of going because if you withdraw it like how I did, man, that's going to, you're going to take, you're going to be in that highest tax bracket for sure at that point. And it's painful. They, my, my old CFO worked for Chase. So it's interesting. People say, well, I don't understand how I could know about this. So she worked at Chase working directly for Jamie Dimon. She was one of the managing directors there and she cashed out her 401k. There was about a half a million bucks there. She cashed it out, paid taxes, paid the penalty, that 10%, and then invested in real estate, buying some houses that she was rehabbing and then selling. And I just, I, I looked at her and I said, you really didn't know about the QRP? And she said, I had no idea. She could have taken that entire amount, rolled it into the QRP and did the same thing, but she lost like 60% of her money. So you're, you're right. And this is, this is something you, if she didn't know about it, you know, there's, there's a reason that people don't know about it. Right, right, and then no, we'll talk about this left side here, the self-directed IRA. I also I had a Roth IRA, and I had about sixty thousand in there, and I rolled that over into a self-directed IRA. But again, every, everything that Damon's saying here is true. You know, you, you need permission. You got to send the. I I went with a cheap custodian, which because you know I I don't like to pay pay for all the fluff and all the website with all the training on it, so. I had to send in an uh, online form to do every little transaction. Um, granted, there aren't that many because it was a very low transaction account. Um, but, you know, I got, I got hit with these annual fees and it was just very slow. So exactly everything here. And uh, that's ultimately why I ended up getting rid of the whole account and just cashing that one in too. Um, I like to keep things simple, but I didn't have too much in it. But if, if you've got a lot in your 401k or self-directed IRA, you're kind of got you're, you're in for the long haul. But I, I do agree that the PRP is the better way of going. 
So is, is, is that why you, you named the website simple passive cash flow and not complex passive cash flow? Super complex active. <laughs> yeah, that's actually been a joke. You know I mean? Initially I was just doing these, these single family homes, but then one guy was like, what the heck? Like you're, you're doing all these apartments, man. That's like super active, aggressive, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. But, can't change the URL now. I can't change the branding now. <laughs> Got to go with it. I love it. So what's zero, Damon? Zero is the, is the number that we're, we're that's our goal. The, the zero is zero taxes. I mean, at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is, is keep our money and not give it away to the federal government. So that's, I want you guys to really focus on that. And the way we do that is we use the Roth. So in general, if you're, if you think like I do at all, that our tax rates are probably going to be higher down the road, you wouldn't want to take all your money down the road and pay taxes. Then you'd want to pay your taxes sooner. And then with the Roth, you're never going to pay taxes. Here's the problem with a lot of you guys that have self-directed IRAs though. If you go use that self-directed IRA for real estate and there's any type of debt, any type of financing, you're going to lose about a third of your money when you when that property sells because of this tax, it's the UBIT unrelated business income tax. It's a huge problem and it's a terrible surprise that people are finding out about. So if you're doing real estate, you don't want to be doing it with a self-directed IRA if there's any debt. And that's one of the great, I mean, Lane, one of the best things about real estate is there's debt. It's cheap money, right? So you, you, you want to be able to use the debt. The way that you get out of that, the way that you don't pay it is, is with the QRP and you use the Roth. There's no, UDFI, there's no UBIT, there's all of your money staying in your account, there's zero tax. This is how we get to that zero number. Yeah, so I'll kind of say that, I'll echo that again, but in a little different ways. Because I think, you know, for a lot of people that kind of goes over their head, it takes takes a couple times, but it's kind of simple at the end of the day. So, you know, again, we're not tax guys, we're not lawyers, so, but this is just how we do our investments. Um, so when you go into a, like a syndication or any investment and you're using debt, the government is saying like, well, you know, you're in this sort of tax sheltered arrangement. We don't like when you're pulling out outside money and, you know, using this debt to get leverage. So we're going to hit you with this tax. Um, so, you know, a lot of, you know, just take an apartment deal out there. I mean, to hit the returns that you're looking for, you must take leverage. And therefore you guys must pay this tax at the end. Um, there are de- syndication. That's why I tell a lot of my investors, like, and if you've got these retirement accounts um, that are, you know, unified triggered, uh, try and find investments that are not leveraged. Like, you know, some some assisted living deals out there, you know, just because it's there's not too much financing available, they'll just say, you know, the heck with it. We'll just go in all leverage and refinance it a- after. Um, or this um, this mobile home park we're doing that was this is all cash, so that's an ideal strategy to use this money first. And then use your liquidity second because the liquidity is a little bit more valuable because it it doesn't trigger this. So, um, you know, we can kind of get on the phone and talk about that in the future. But that's pretty much how this works and why the QRP kind of gets you around that. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's great. Thanks for clarifying that stuff. All right. And and if this stuff is is a little confusing, just understand that there's there's stuff that's out there that you have to. Like I think you said earlier, Lane, you've got to hear it about three or four times before it actually goes past your your frontal uh, lobe or your cortex. It's because it's complex, but there are some better ways for these things than you've probably heard or that you're doing. So, 
Right. I don't, I don't know what you think, Damon, but I think most CPAs, the whole UDFI thing will go over their head. I think most CPAs will look at this, like, what are you doing? You're buying an apartment building in a group of people? I don't understand. I, and I think the whole triggering UDFI thing will kind of go over their head. So you, they, they may not even put it on your taxes in the first place, but you know, that's their, that's on them. Well, so this is, this is, that's a great point because what I'm seeing a lot is people coming in and they say, well, I haven't, I haven't paid this tax. And I say, yeah, you know what? You get audited, you're going to get thumped because your, your CPA made a mistake not knowing about this because you're exactly right. CPAs generally, for the most part, the ones I've run into, I'm educating them and they didn't know. They simply didn't know that this, this tax even exists. So that doesn't mean you get out of paying penalties and stuff. The IRS is going to say, well, that was your responsibility or it's your CPA's responsibility. So don't think that you're just because you, ignorance is bliss. It's not, you're, it's called expensive. Right. Right. I may not have a CPA or a, a law degree, but this is what I do and I'm financially free. And that guy's still working at his day job. So but. <laughs> just rub it in. That's yeah, you know, really you great. Know, for- I mean, <laughs> Here's another thought I had, you know, a lot of these deals that we're not using leverage on, once you do refinance it, and I was like, oh, shoot, maybe then again, it is triggers UEFI, but. Yep, it's, it, it does. It, there's leverage. Right? But again, like. You wouldn't have, think about it. You, right. you wouldn't think about it because it, you know, I haven't, I haven't profited and, and, and everybody's excited because debt is not a taxable event, except when your self-directed IRA is investing. Now there's another part of the deal. It's called debt debt triggers UDFI. So huge problem. Right. So again, that's why the QRP is lit up in green here. All the kids these days are investing in the latest fad like tech or cryptocurrency. If I had learned anything these past few years watching the wealthy is that they invest in the most boring stuff and the basic commodities. What is more of a necessity than coffee? To learn more about this boring investment, check out simplepassivecashflow.com backslash coffee. So, so tell me, so you can get a QRP Roth version and not Roth version. And is that the same as a sole 401k? Maybe I think people, that's what I'm a little bit confused here. Yeah, there's, so the, the QRP comes, the, the, a qualified plan has both elements. It's basically how the, the plan is written. So if you have a 401k at, at work, there's a, a, a trust basically that's created this QRP, this qualified plan. The plan has an element for a Roth as well as the, the deferred, which is the default. And so if they all have them if they're written that way. Ours are written that way. They, in most of the solo 401ks are written that way. The difference with the solo 401k is they don't, they're not covered by ERISA. And here's why that matters to you. If they, they aren't covered with the liability protections that big company 401ks have. So if you've got a solo 401k, the danger is if you get sued, there, you are open to a court's decision on how much of your money you get to keep. That's a huge problem. And most people don't realize it. They think, oh, it's all the same. Solo 401ks aren't covered. The QRP has liability protection that makes it the Ferrari. There's a reason. I didn't just say it's a Ferrari because I used to have one. It's literally a Ferrari because the liability protections are so strong. You don't have those with a solo 401k. You're really at the mercy of judges. So if you're okay with that, then it's fine. But I don't think that that's a very good idea, having liability exposures and giving how litigious everything is and everybody wants to sue their way into wealth. So you can have a QRP that's a Roth version or a non-Roth version then? Yeah. When you, when you have the QRP, you literally have both built into it. So you just choose which one you want to use or both. 
Okay. Okay. Which which one do you recommend these days? In general, I I like the Roth because I think down the road tax rates are going to be higher, and I don't want to have the mystery, mysterious. Maybe I'll have some of my money. Maybe I'll be taxed. I mean, did you know in the fifties the t- the highest tax rate was ninety percent? Right. Right. Ninety. Yeah. I mean that. It, so if we think, oh, tax rates are going to be low. Well, what if we're back in those times? I mean, that it happened before. It could happen again. And you want to make more money in the future and be in a higher tax bracket. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you buy into this whole idea that you're supposed to be broke when you're, when you're older and you're going to have less income, you're planning to be poor in your retirement. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard somebody say, but that's basically what the system says. And so the, I like the Roth because I think we should all be rich as we get older. And that's why you're listening to this is to create wealth and have that financial freedom. Right. And, and those cowboys listening, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, it's a way of getting your money out first, right? Cutting the strings first, pay yeah. the taxes and put it in this thing and then get the tax free returns after. Exactly. Pain, pain is coming at some point. The question is, do you want to take the pain now or do you want to take a beating later? Okay. So at one time I thought the, the QRP was kind of an all encompassing word, but it looks like it's, it's different subsections of different things with it being next to solo 401k is just kind of for people to think about the landscape. Yeah, this is, this is the highest, it's the best in class and it is not the same. They're, they're written differently and they have different liability protections. So just understand when you're looking around, deciding what you're going to do, you, there's a lot of options. Uh, you just have to decide which one you want. And if you want the best, it gives you the best coverage with the most options. No doubt the QRP is, is it. So, so why is the solo for one case such a, you know, sort of a household name within, you know, smart investors and the QRP is not so quite talked about. Uh, well, well, for one, the solo 401ks that a lot of people have created is basically a commodity. It's kind of, there's a lot of firms that do it and it's, it does what it's supposed to do. It gives you a tool to put, you know, to invest your money. But the problem is it takes a lot of time, money, and effort to build in the liability protections. It took us about $2 million to create what we've created. And that's why it's, it's a registered patented process and it's different. So most people don't want to spend $2 million to build a cake. We, we baked something that's, it's pretty tasty for, for people to use, but it's, it's not what most companies are going to want to do. Uh, they're they're going to want to have the simplest thing. We just created a, a very, took a very complex problem and simplified it. And so we've got a unique thing to, to offer to you guys. That's what it does. It solves problems. I mean, the QRP is all about solving problems, giving you control, giving you certainty and protecting your assets so that you know, they're actually there down the road and they don't just, just disappear. Yeah. One thing that's nice about the 401k and you hear the story about how OJ Simpson did all these things or supposedly not, or nobody knows it's the great American mystery, but he, his assets were sheltered because it was in his 401k. How, how does the QRP stack up in terms of asset protection? It, it's going to have the, it's going to have the best asset protection in the qualified plan space in the retirement space. It has the best protections of any plans that are out there include like OJ's plan was a, his 401k plan had ERISA protections. There were multiple people involved and that's the strongest plan that you can have. But as an individual, you've got to do something different because you're not part of, you know, you don't work for Amazon or, or a bank. So there's, there's big company plans and then there's individual plans and the, the QRP is the one that protects you the most and the heaviest and the strongest amongst all of the plans that are out there. So I think this this is a, an opportunity to do a little example of of what it looks like if you if you're getting rich with a 50 unit deal, which is something that you probably talk about uh, with people and 
so I think we can all get our, our arms like around this. Examples, yeah. Yeah. So let's say we, we have a $2 million uh, 50 unit deal and your QRP is going to invest 200,000 bucks. You're going to get a loan for a million eight, which is, it's, it's a reasonable thing to do. It's, it's probably pretty high leverage because most times it's about 70%, but let's just assume for the case of the example that this is what it looks like. And then you sell the property for 3 million bucks, kind of a realistic thing. You, you increase value. So going back to the UDFI and the UBIT, this is, I'm going to hammer on this because most people are going to get hurt if they don't understand this. So it's worth saying like five times the UDFI and the UBIT are going to get triggered if you used an IRA, but if you use a QRP, then we've got a totally different scenario. So in that scenario where you sold this thing for 3 million bucks, there's a million dollars of profit. The way that the UDFI works is $900,000 of that million dollars of profit is going to get taxed because 90% of your, of your deal that you purchased was financed. So it's, you basically get hammered for the debt portion. That means you're paying $300,000 immediately in taxes. That's the weapon of mass destruction. It's destroying your, your value. If that money was in a QRP in your Roth, you're literally going to pay zero tax, zero UDFI, zero income tax, zero tax period. There's just nothing. So that's the difference. I mean, nuts and bolts, one 50-unit apartment deal, $300,000. That's a lot of money that you're giving away. And for what? Because you just didn't know better, but you do now. Right. And that's whether or not you're the lead sponsor or just a limited passive putting in 50 grand. It's still the same thing here. Yeah, absolutely. If you're, if you, most of the people that are running into syndication problems are the folks that are investing, they're putting money, they're putting 50, a hundred, 200,000 into somebody's syndication. And then they're getting a nasty surprise, a nasty gram from their CPA. If their CPA even knows, hopefully it's not the IRS giving them a certified letter. That's not fun. I bottom line is you're either going to have a million dollars in your, your bank account and profit, or you're going to have 700,000 and 700,000 is from an IRA. The QRP is you're going to keep the million bucks. That's the net net bottom line. If you like your money, it's QRP. If you hate your money, use an IRA, keep your IRA. So, so one, one thing I think people think of the downside of, you know, going down the QRP route is, okay, what's the, what's the end game here? You know, I'm, keep chugging along. I mean, of course, the, the obvious thing is that your money is going to grow exponentially, you know, 700 in terms of a million here, just an example. But, you know, take us to the end, right? Like, you know, do, at what point do we finally get to take the money out? So the, all the retirement plans have all the same number rules, meaning not the age. When you're 59 and a half, you can start taking this money out and spend it. You can also actually do it earlier. It's called periodic payments, meaning if you're 45 years old and you say, I want to start getting some money, the IRS says, okay, you can do that. And you're not penalized or anything. You can just start taking payments based on your life expectancy. So there is an actual way to get money out earlier. If you had a whole bunch in there and you didn't want to wait until you're 60, that's, that's a way to do it. Most people have never heard of. Right. So, and, and that's the only, that's the only drawback and it doesn't yeah. seem too bad to me. I mean, oh, and just understand this is more of your, this is your future money. This is your, there, there's money you need to eat today. And that's not money that you should be putting in your QRP. It's not deal. If your deals need to feed you this year, do not put that money into a QRP. Do not invest with your QRP. This is for eating down the road. Yeah. And, and this is something you and I can talk about in Dallas. Cause I don't have a QRP because I, I'm more about eating today maybe, but yeah, maybe we can talk about like what's the right mix, right? Like, you know, for people to. 
Well, and, and here, here's one of the cool strategies. And I don't know if we're, we were going to get into this or not, but I'm going to throw it out there because if you take your QRP, let's say you've got your QRP and it's set up as a Roth and you say, I'm going to contribute $20,000 into it. You put the $20,000 in now and you do some deals and the deals grow that 20 into a hundred. You can pull the $20,000 out. Like you just pulled out because it was contribution and it was after Roth, tax. Like Roth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to keep that $20,000 in there permanently until you're 60. You can just pull it back out and then use it for something else to eat and do your deals that feed you today. It's a way to feed and seed. So I, I think that's really important for people to get. You don't have to keep your, all your money trapped in. So get it started, seed it, let it grow, and then you can just take your money back out and do other things with it. Yeah. I think one thing I remember with the solo for one case, you needed to have your own business, right? Maybe talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's it's set for for uh, small business owners, meaning like you having a lemonade stand, or you can if you're a real estate investor and you're out there and you're doing self employment activities. By the way, if you're looking at houses and you're trying to figure out how to do an investment, that's a self employment activity. If you're an affiliate for an online course or something, that's self employment activity. The IRS doesn't say you have to go make a hundred thousand doing you know freelancing. They say is there self employment activity? It is not hard to get that taken care of. It's it's a really simple thing. And you literally can sign up as an affiliate online and, and refer people to something and make 50 bucks that you are self-employed. And, and you can have that in addition to a W-2 if you happen to be, because you were a W-2 at, at one point, right? Still, still am. So most of my income still comes from the W-2. So you've got both. You can, you're you know, W-2 and self-employed and that's, that's totally fine. And you could have a 401k at your W-2 and you could also have the QRP. There's no limit to the number of these things that you can have. So a lot of people are mistaken. They think I can only have one or I'm not qualified. I guarantee you that you're qualified. So if, do I get to put all my money I make in my self-employment activities into a QRP or is there some kind of percent restriction? Say, say I, you know, say I make a hundred grand at my day job and then, you know, I, I'm a real estate agent on the side as, you know, secretively working deals and I sell a few houses and I make 50 grand. How much of that can I stuff in the QRP? So the, you're going to be able to put about about $28,000 out of your 50 into your QRP if you wanted to. This is assuming you didn't have a 401k at work because total, you can put 55,000 into your plan plans combined per year, unless you're over age 50, then it's 61,000. So if you didn't have a 401k at work, you could literally take 60% of that self-employment income from your side hustle and put it into the QRP. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, let you know, in the future, I think, you know, we'll, we'll get into this you know, at the bar or something. I, I think that's, that's the thing, right? You got to kind of weigh like, Hey, you're this old and the 45 is coming up at this time. And mm-hmm. then, you know, how much that, that actual percent amount is, but yeah, I, th- I think, I think that um, it's an option and I'm kind of looking into, it and I suggest other people kind of you know, have a chat with you about the same thing in the future. Absolutely, man. That sounds awesome. Uh, but this is a, a little reminder that with with this, these plans, it's different than the the limited mutual funds you have in these in your four hundred one k's. You can buy things like physical gold and actually take possession of it. You can't do that with an IRA. With the QRP, it's kind of a cool thing to have your assets in your hands. And the same with with Bitcoin, you can have you can hold this as the because you're the trustee. That's that's the reason you're able to hold your assets uh, with these individual plans. The QRP, you can you get to control where the assets are. So with Bitcoin, it could be it could be a trezor, which is a little wallet. It's a little electronic thing. So you've got some options. It's just, you have so many options here. You're not limited by the, the dogma and the jargon from Wall Street that tells you what you can and can't do. Basically, you can do almost anything you want. 
One of the first things I looked into getting away from Wall Street were the many crowdfunding sites out there, but I just was not into paying another middleman to give me a false sense of security and then take a chunk of the profits from the operator and me the investor. Check out simplepassivecashflow.com backslash len or text the word money to 314-665-1767. These lending opportunities are exclusive to Simple Passive Cashflow listeners to power operators I trust and will put my brand on the line with. Again, for more information, check out simplepassivecashflow.com backslash lend or text money to 314-665-1767. Reiterating the, uh, the gold, the fact so, that you actually so get to control it. The gold and silver, like, a lot of people, they'll keep it under, literally under their bed or you can keep it in you know, a little banker's account um, locked up in a safe. And either or, it doesn't matter. You just have to tell the the QRP where you're holding it? Is that how it works? Yeah, well, and, and you're the QRP. So, I mean, you're the trustee. So you basically just tell yourself where it's going to be. So it's very, very private. It's about the most private thing that you can have. And your job is to protect it like any good fiduciary. Fiduciary means you have a responsibility to protect the assets. And s- same with, with Bitcoin. You know, like your, your job is if you're going to go buy Bitcoin or some crypto to not lose your, your key so that you don't lose your wealth. And I mean, I like these things because they're, they're, private and and you've got the control whether it's gold or, or crypto or coconuts and belize or whatever the you know it's up to you it's Real just whatever time. makes sense right. yeah and this is a big big thing too um in 2008 when the meltdown happened i happened to be in real estate and part of the consequence of that is that the credit card companies including american express said oh you're dangerous because you're in real estate like all of us had all of our credit cards frozen so I went from being able to spend a million dollars a year on my American Express Black to I couldn't get toilet paper when I was checking out at Costco. And that became a problem. I couldn't get credit. The QRP has a built-in credit line. So you can just write yourself a check for up to 50,000 bucks and just use it for your life, for whatever. That's a really powerful thing when you maybe have an economic downturn and, and we're going to have one eventually. It's nice to know that you've got 50,000 bucks sitting there anytime you want it for your life. It's not something that you have to use when you're 60, but you could actually use it right now. And that's built into every QRP. And is that paid interest paid back to you? And I'm like, what are the kind of the interest rates that you normally see for that? Yeah, you, it's, it's a way to actually get more money into your QRP because you pay it back over five years and uh, the default is like prime plus one. So you, you might be paying like five or 6% going and that money's going right back into your QRP to be there for you to invest more. Uh, one of the smartest things I think people should do, and I don't say should very often, but I think you should, in fact, invest in yourself with training and coaching and, and masterminds and things. Uh, like when I spent a million bucks, I spent a million. I probably should have spent like 1.1 million, the other 100,000 being the money to not, lo- you know, to invest in not losing all my money. But the fact that you've got this access to th- these funds and you could use those for training and coaching is going to accelerate your ability to to do well investing versus you're going to make mistakes and lose money. You may as well invest in the people that have already gone through these things and it help you avoid the landmines. Got it. Kind of going back to who qualifies and whether you're qualified. I mean, if you're investing and doing investing and you're spending time with self-employment activities in the investing space, you're qualified. Uh, another great thing that you can do is, is you can have your family involved. Uh, one of the strategies is having parents and grandparents being a part of your your financial planning, you know, if they have a QRP, eventually we all die. And if you inherit a a QRP, that's a Roth QRP, that money is going to be able to be used for investing and spending. So you could potentially 
opt out of the tax system forever starting now, even though you and I aren't 60 lane, we could have a pile of cash if we inherited it from mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or somebody and be able to invest and spend all of a sudden there's no more tax. Imagine what happens when you've got two thirds more money instead of being taxed. It's a huge difference. Back to the, what you really can't do. I think you'd asked earlier, you can't, you can't put property you currently own into it, whether it's an investment or not and anything that you use today. So it's, it's a, it's a pretty small group of, of items that you can't invest in or with, but pretty much anything else you can do. And then how do you get money into it? Um, any, basically any IRA, 401k, thrift savings plan from a government job, 403b, 457, all that money can be rolled over. And, and then in addition, you can put up to $55,000 per year into your plan. And this can be deferred money or Roth money. It's really up to you. So there's lots of ways to get a lot of money in there. The only thing that you really can't put in is a Roth IRA. That's about the only thing that's limited. And if, if somebody says you can do that, just look it up in the IRS and the, and the IRS says absolutely not. It's excluded. So uh, otherwise, that's an easy way to get a lot of money into your plan. But that Roth IRA, you could take the contributions out tax-free, penalty-free, and get it in that way as just liquid cash, right? Absolutely. Contributions into Roth can always be taken out. So that's a great way to get the money out of the, the Roth IRA. So that 55000 a year, is that a percentage of your, your side um, income or your non-W-2? Yeah, it's a fifty-five thousand. Is there's a? It's broken into two pieces. One's called an elective deferral, and one's called a profit sharing. So the elective deferral is effectively it's eighteen thousand five hundred dollars of your income. So if you make eighteen thousand five hundred, you could put all of that in there into your plan. The the other thirty-six thousand five hundred is the profit sharing, and that's basically a percentage of your overall profits or your overall wages that you make from your side hustle, and it's it's between 20 and 25% of that. So to give you an idea, if you wanted to contribute 55,000, you'd need to make about 160,000 and you could max out. Yeah. So if you were kind of just making, you know, selling a few houses as a side gig agent, uh, making 50 grand a year, you could probably, you do the 18 plus a you know, chunk of the rest. So mm-hmm. about 20 or something like that a year. So if you, if you make 50,000, you can, you can contribute almost 30,000 because it's 20% of that 50,000 plus your 18.5, which is 28,500. So it's, it's a pretty big chunk. Um, you can, you can get a big chunk, even if you don't make all that much 50. And I mean, Lane, if you're in California or Hawaii, that might be like one or two houses that you sold. Yeah. yeah that's all I wanted. I said a few, but here it's like one, one or two. One, <laughs> one good one. Yeah. I ultimately, this is important because most people's biggest concern is, is that they're going to run out of money in retirement. I mean, that's, it's, it's scary to me to, to all the people that I'm talking to that are in their 60s and they've got 200,000, 500,000 or nothing. And I, and I think, wow, no wonder everybody's scared. This, this gives you a tool that sort of gets you on the right track so that you're not going to be one of the, the two out of three people that's, that's afraid of their retirement. You're actually going to look forward to it. Yeah. Now, this is all about optimizing. This is- yeah, absolutely. This is sort of a, a summation of, of the, the reason the QRP is, is 10 times better than the, the IRAs. You can put 10 times more money, literally 55,000 versus 5,500, which is, I mean, that's a million dollars in contributions over 20 years versus 100,000. And I, it, it, I mean, you think about that, it, you're not going to get rich with an IRA. You're going to get old. And I mean, that's, unless you're Mitt Romney and you've got $40 million in your IRA, but that's a unique, weird scenario. So most likely it's not going to work. It's not going to be enough. And you're going to be able to do all these things you want to do investing wise with the QRP because you're going to have all this control and you're not going to be paying UDFI. So 
that if those reasons there is really why you want to just exit the the IRAs and, and move that stuff over. By the way, the IRAs can be rolled over into the self-directed IRAs if you've got one of those, even if you just got it. You can roll that over into a QRP, including assets. You don't have to liquidate. So some people have their investments in a syndication or a piece of property and they go, I'm stuck. You're not stuck. You just roll, you roll those assets into your QRP and now you're, you don't have the UDFI or any of the other stuff. So there is hope. Everybody likes a tax holiday. We're kind of we're, we're back to the, the idea of the Roth, and uh, there's there's I think the the next slide is is um, about the the Roth inheritance. We kind of touched on that a little bit. You know, if you if you've got a family that you talk to that you're not at war with, this is a really good conversation to 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 talk about how you're going to do some legacy planning because when you use a Roth and that money gets passed down, you're really setting future generations up to be successful and not to be giving over 70% of their money to the federal government. It's, it's a powerful tool that almost nobody uses except the wealthy. So if you want to be wealthy, you've got to do things more like the wealthy and not more like the average and the middle class. What, what percentage would you say are doing the QRP Roth or the, the regular QRP non-Roth version? The- uh, my experience is probably three quarters of people are shifting their stuff into the Roth that, that we work with. It's, and it's, it's because they get it. Uh, the ones that haven't, it's probably just a matter of time where they go, oh. Or, you know, sometimes people have so much money. I have people that have 10, 15, $20 million in these plans and they don't want to convert $10 million and pay $5 million in taxes. So they just say, eh, I'll just let it sit there. And it's mostly just because they're, they're, there's no huge incentive for them to do anything today because right. there's so much money there. Or they'll, will they have two QRPs, one Roth one or one old one that's a big chunk of change they don't want to convert? And then the new ones, the new contributions be as a QRP Roth? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, I mean, most of them, what they'll do is they'll oftentimes have those two pieces and they'll convert a little bit into the Roth. And that way it's not a huge tax bite. And then they use the Roth to start growing. And that's where all their investments are, although highly leveraged ones. So. Right. That's kind of, that's kind of the game. And that, that's what I kind of suggest. And, um, you know, for a lot of you guys with, you know, say you have 500,000 in a 401k, you've left the employer, you want to put it in a QRP. Would, would that be a strategy? Put it in the QRP first and then slowly leak it out into a Roth? Yeah, that's, that's what people are doing so that they can keep their tax bracket as low as possible. They're not right. going to push themselves into the highest one. It's, I think that's a really smart thing to, yeah. to consider. So that's something you can kind of help them out on, you know, Hey, here's your five-year plan that, you know, you're going to, you're going to put out this much. So you stay out of that highest tax bracket, stay in that maybe the second to the highest, but you don't, you don't get absolutely killed that way. I think that's a perfect plan. We can definitely talk about that. If you, if you guys want to get one of the books and, and then reach out, we can have that conversation and figure out what's a, what a good strategy is going to be for you. This is your job. I mean, I, I really think that your job is to be kind of a Superman or a superwoman for, for people around you and lead by example and that's what we all need. We need inspiration and you doing something different and then sharing with people that it's working and that you're in control is, is probably going to change your family. It's going to change your friends' lives. So it's, it's important for us to take action and, and be able to, to inspire people around us because most people are stuck and you know, you, you may be the only one that you know, that's actually listening to this type of stuff and this information. So I would, I'm going to encourage you to, to do something. And that very first thing is to get more information, which is get a copy of the book, which I'm going to give you in a second. Uh, basically, if you just you go to the go to simplepassivecashflow.com forward slash QRP, and you can get a, a copy of the book, and I'm going to mail it. I'll, I'll mail it to you. 
and it'll give you basically all the information you're going to need to make a decision. And then you can, you can set up a time to, to chat and, and, uh, and then hopefully I'll get to see you at one of the events that, that Lane and I are at. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll probably uh, cut this video short so I can ask Damon some personal questions and uh, you guys can always ask me what I'm up to with this thing, but um, thanks. Thanks for coming on Damon. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed it. I hope you guys got a lot out of this Lane. I hope you uh, learned a few new things and I uh, hope to come back and share some more again soon. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put up uh, diff- additional information at simple backslash QRP. And we'll talk to you later guys. This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests.